The NBA schedule is out. The Boston Celtics, what's their toughest stretch? What do you need to look out for? When will you get to see Marcus Smart back in Boston? All that good stuff. It's all right now on the Locked On Celtics podcast. Be ever ready. Recognize the city of champs. Boston, baby, we do what you can. Locked on number 18, Tatum and Brown, J team. Step back, we gon' wet that and slay teams. Of course, the Celtics, who else could it be? Screaming like KG with Hilario B. Corral is above average, assessing the team status. Best daily pod, no cap, salary matching. Clutch like Bird the DJ, keep John on replay. Primetime, dapping up the truth on the sideline. Rain and Jays, how it started, raising banners, how we finished. Locked on Celtics pod, home of the winners. B. Hey there, welcome back to the Lockdown Celtics Podcast. Right here in the Lockdown Podcast Network, where it is your team every day. But I'm only here for you Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the next few weeks. Then, after a brief look at the schedule, I'm going to be here for like seven days a week a lot when the season kicks in because I'm going to be doing post-game podcasts. So tons and tons and tons of podcasting right here in the Lockdown Podcast Network coming up for you all season long. So make sure you're subscribed. Open up your favorite podcasting app. Subscribe, watch the show on YouTube, ring the bell, get notified when the video drops, hop into the comment section, all that great stuff. I'm John Corrales. I used to play once upon a time. Now I'm covering the Celtics for Boston Sports Journal. Today is all about the schedule, all about looking ahead to this season and starting to worry about stretches in March in while we're in August. We're going to have some fun with it. And we're going to do that with our good friend, Tom underscore NBA, otherwise known as Tom Westerholm. How are you doing, Tom? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm great. And I can just sense your excitement about this schedule release, just oozing, I feel it pouring through the camera. Yeah, man. I get I get really excited to look at games that are going to happen every year. Every year there's games. I, I like, and then... Big if we true. Talk about, we talk about the games. There's a schedule every year. Like they plan these games in advance <laughs> and then they release those. And then, yeah, you know, it's August. So we talk about it with, I, this, in great detail, in great detail. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I promised you before the pod that I wouldn't go too <laughs> no, in depth. I know. This. And I poked you right away. You did. I you poked did. You about it right away. So, so just to get it out of the way, I always like, this is, I think the silliest of like the off season um, news cycles because like, yeah, there's, there's going to be games March. Yeah. I'm in February. Everybody likes the old uh, Larry Bird joke. I'm in January too. Like there's games coming up and uh, yeah. So um, everybody I'm sure will, will remember every single, uh, every single date on the calendar that we talk about here. Hey, look, I know it's, it's the Larry Bird joke, 41 home, 41 away. Good. We're good. (laughs) Yeah, uh, and that yeah, and that me, is me and Larry, me and Larry. Really yeah, yeah. I've all, always said you and Larry Bird, very, very similar people. But, <laughs> you and every single person at LA Fitness who yeah. only has <laughs> one type of person to compare me to. Yes. <laughs> um, but I do think it's worth taking the look and seeing, okay, here are the tough stretches. Here's where, you know, people want to see, hey, when do I get to see Marcus Smart? When do I get to see Grant Williams? When do I get to boo Grant Williams or Marcus Smart? Whatever it is. Um, and when, there when are the boo email Yudoka. <laughs> also that, um, but there's really what they're looking for is the boo Kyrie Irving. Um, right, right. but the, the, you know, the stretches where you can say, all right, here we are. I know that this is, I know I can expect this stretch 
to be if the Celtics don't make the the best of this stretch, then you start to worry about what's coming up. And who knows what the hell is going to happen. But I'm also one of the participants in predicting every game before the season even starts. So stupid things like this are part of my uh, part of my wheelhouse, man. It, but it, okay, so let's just get into it. Let's just get into it. The tough stretches we we were talking about it before. There are four road trips that are especially difficult, and then there's the month of March. There's a four-game road trip in November, Philly, Toronto, Memphis, Charlotte. There's a four-game trip in December, Golden State, Sacramento, LA, LA. That includes the Christmas Day game against the Lakers. A five-gamer in March, Cleveland, Denver, Phoenix, Portland, Utah. Portland, Utah is a back-to-back. That's the monster killer. It's one of the worst back-to-backs you can ever find. That Portland to Utah on back-to-back nights is just sneaky. There's a time zone change. It blows. Uh, And then a six-game trip, Detroit, Chicago, Atlanta twice, New Orleans, and Charlotte, March into April 1st. So those are the four biggest, toughest road trips. Um, Is there one in particular here that you're like, ugh, this could be a rough one? Is there anyone here that's like, that particularly worries you, or is this just a matter of these are long road trips and you're just going to have to deal with these? I mean, I think the most interesting one to me from that perspective is just the the March-April thing, just because of, like, the proximity of all the games, right? Because, like, like that is – like, not only are there two big road trips, like, they are, like, a week apart. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. I can't – like, I mean – you know, I, everybody gets mad when I when I like when we talk about feeling bad for the beat writers. But like, good lord, <laughs> that is a lot of travel, man. That is a lot of travel. That That's is a lot of travel. A lot of travel. Like, and I and it's funny because those are not the toughest road trips from like the perspective of talent, right? Like, I mean, the first one is like so. The first one has Denver and Cleveland on it, and Phoenix. I mean, that's a that's a heck of a stretch right there, right? Like that those three right in a row. Um, and then you know, like Portland, Utah, like you know, Detroit. Um, you know, Atlanta, New Orleans, like, like, yeah, I mean, the, you know, uh, I just said the Bobcats, it is officially Charlotte, um, but like, you know, Jordan sold his steak. Maybe he sold the steak that named them the Hornets yeah, it, being the Bobcats. It's uh, bringing back Adam Morrison. The whole thing It's going to be great. <laughs> yes. Um, oh my God, but like those two stretches right in a row. I mean, that's, that's rough, man. Like that's, that's a lot of travel and it's an interesting time of the season to have that because like, you know, that's when you're starting to round into shape for the playoffs. Post all-star. Mm-hmm, post all-star. That's when like, if you're in a race for, you know, second seed, first seed in the East, uh, you know, those are going to be, you, yeah, I mean like every game is important for those things, but those sure, are yeah, yeah. The games that you really feel it, you know, those are going to be times when you really feel it. And, I mean, like, this is like a small thing, but you look at some of those, it's like, okay, so they get Portland, but, and like Portland should be a win on the road, right? But Portland's at the end of a fairly lengthy road trip. You get Charlotte, that should be a win, right? But Charlotte is at the end of a fairly lengthy road trip. Like those things matter quite a bit Mm -hmm. in the NBA. Um, Curious to see how those two stretches go. Cause to me, that's the toughest part where it's just like, dude, these are going to, these guys are going to like really miss their own bed by the time uh, that Charlotte game rolls around. Yeah. Yeah. Now the, they're going to be, and a there's more... one more away game sandwiched in there. Like there's just like yeah, a yeah, random yeah. wizards game, like plop yeah. in the middle of that. Well, so, so March is going to be their worst month. 
uh, five home games, 11 road games. If you want to just eke into April 1st, that's that Charlotte game. So that that's basically a 12th road game in that yeah. same stretch. So just because the calendar changes, five-game road trip at the beginning of March, six-game road trip at the end into April 1st. So of the 12 road games, if you just extend it out to that one extra day, 11 are on these two separate trips. So I don't know if that's good or bad to yeah, just that's a, that's get them out one. of the way. It's, yeah. It is weird to have those two kind of just – March is a bear. March is an absolute bear of a schedule where you come in and you get a couple of games at home, but your two games at home are Dallas and Golden State. Yeah. And then you hit the road. You have Cleveland, Denver, Phoenix, Portland every other day. Then the back-to-back against Utah – you're like, oh, good. Thank God we can come home. You know that first game home uh, after a long road trip is always a tough one. Oh, hopefully it's no, no. But oh, it's the Phoenix Suns. And Who are there? It's one day after the Jazz game, right? Like, a lot yeah. of times after those road trips, the schedule makers will give you a couple of days. Like, yeah, nope, nope, not this one. <laughs> nope, you're like one day off, and you get the Suns. So, all right, Sharpie, that one yeah. is a loss. That, that right. is an L. Just stamp like, it right there. Yeah. Um. And then, and the Utah game as well, possibly yeah, depending on how bad Utah ends up being. But that that is that again. That and Portland, they were frisky. They were frisky. Utah, like, they're going to be good. They're going to be good enough. They're going to be tough, right? Yep. Good coach. They're they're going to be tough. We know it. But Portland to Utah, you're. It's not the shortest flight in the world. It's not the <laughs> worst, but it's not short. Um, it's just not easy to get to Utah. It's but. not. It's not even. Yeah. It's altitude you lose an hour um yep. so it's a 10 30 eastern start against portland it's a nine o'clock eastern start against utah uh because you've switched that so you, you any little bit it just adds up then you have that one day off come back phoenix and then you hit the road you got washington detroit on a, a road home back to back you got to play the box mm-hmm and then you head out onto a six-game road trip that starts with a back-to-back Detroit-Chicago. Okay, Detroit-Chicago is not that bad, but damn! Like after all of that, you like back-to-back now. Weary legs, weary legs. Uh, luckily, they have some time off. They have a day off. They play Atlanta two days off. They stay in Atlanta. Yeah, that's another time. day off. They go to New Orleans. That's not so bad. And then Charlotte. So it's a, it's a, it's not the competition. That month, well, the, the competition is tough that month, it's but not bad. It, yep. yep. Yeah. The, the, the end, that last road trip, it's not the competition. Detroit, Chicago, we'll see what Atlanta is. New Orleans, we'll see what they are. They could be good. Charlotte, it's not going to be great. Um, so it's kind of not the worst competition, but at the end of that month, with all of the miles, that has the potential to be messy. And it's hard to win two games in a row in the same city. So. Yeah, uh, March, March has the potential to uh, to to be tough. We'll continue this conversation here in just a second. First, today's show brought to you by FanDuel. If you're going to be throwing down some money, we're already telling you: look ahead to that Phoenix game. Look ahead to one of those Atlanta games. You're going to have some some potentially uh, schedule losses there. So when you open up that FanDuel app, you have something to uh, to work on. Meanwhile, it's football season preseason games all over the place and FanDuel is giving you a chance to win all season long because if you pick a team to win the Super Bowl 
you will get bonus bets every time that team wins in the regular season. So make it a good one. Pick a team to win the Super Bowl. Every one, every time they win, you get bonus bets. Then you can turn around and throw those bonus bets on simple spreads, player props, who's going to throw the most touchdowns, who's going to kick the most field, anything, anything, over-unders, more. Go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel.com slash locked on. Very important. That's how you get this deal to start earning bonus bets with America's number one sports book. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. If you're gambling, go for it. That's on you. But if you're going to do it, I just ask you, please gamble responsibly. Thank you for making Lockdown Celtics your first listen every day. Here for you Monday, Wednesday, Friday, back to the mailbag Monday. Since I was off last week, I did three mailbags. I didn't think I needed to do one this week. Mailbag Monday next week. Again, johncorrales.com slash mailbag to get in on that. So uh, here for you Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but here for you now with Tom Westerholm to continue discussing this schedule and the toughest thing. We were just talking about that March. Um, the good thing I will say, we're, you said before, this is going to be tough. You come out of the all-star break. This is a chance to lose ground. They do come home with a chance to make up ground with uh, seven out of eight games. Wait, no, six out of seven games at home to end the season, including uh, they go on the road once to Milwaukee. Uh, if that Milwaukee game is rough in that March schedule, they have a chance to make up for it in April. If they're back in that spot where they're tight and they're trying to make up some seeding ground, home games to end the season, OKC, Sacramento, Portland, that road game in Milwaukee, back home, New York, Charlotte, Washington. Um, depending on how things go, that could be two, at least two teams that have nothing to play for. Maybe three. I don't know how the Knicks are going to be, but probably, probably just two. But it's still potentially... Uh, a chance to make up some ground. So that March, April, it's like at least they finish the season at home with a long stretch at home and they can rest up and head into the playoffs after that brutal March. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's something for sure. And I mean, like, look, like, you know, you got, you got, you got our good friends, the Bobcats in that stretch. You got, <laughs> you know, you got Portland, just- you got, Let's just call one. call them by their original names: the Bobcats, yeah. the the Sonics, yeah. the uh, Kansas City Kings. Um, yeah, yeah. You got the Bullets to end the season. It's yep. gonna be good stuff. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, you got some you got some winnable games in there for sure. I mean, and, and I think look, like there's there's some other stuff too, like earlier in the year, like right, like um, you know, I think there's uh, on on their their big West Coast trip. Um, I think one thing that's gonna be really nice for them is that they get to go Sacramento on December twenty. And yeah, it sucks, you know, for them that they're going to be on the road, um, you know, on Christmas. But you look at that, it's like Sacramento on the on the 20th, two days off. Then you got a, uh, an L.A. game followed by another L.A. game. Like, yeah, that's a lot of time you get to spend in L.A. <laughs> you know, like that's like, um, yeah, you know, like because, you know, they're going straight there after the Kings game. They'll spend a bunch of days there, They'll, you know, like that. That'll be um, a good chance to kind of to kind of, kind of you know, relax yeah. a little bit, I'm sure. And to kind they're of, waking kind of, up that Thursday in Los Angeles. Yeah. They're, not yeah, 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 they're definitely, they definitely are. Yeah. Um, so, you know, stuff like that, I think helps. And I mean, um, you know, there's like, you know, pretty fair amount of home games in, in January and uh, you know, like, yeah, there's, there's, there's mitigating circumstances. Certainly. Sure. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's just how schedules work. I, I don't know if you're aware of this Corrales, but there will be, there will be 
41 home games, too. So mm. all those road games, there's 41 of them, but then there's also also going to be games in February and January and okay. December. So probably November, okay. too. Uh, okay, There's, hold on. I got to write this down because there's a bunch yeah, of stuff yeah. that I'm just finding out for the first time. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, what, what you want to see is a little bit more spread out. Um, that month of March, every team every team faces this, right? Every team yeah, faces yeah. that one crappy month where it's like, oh, God, this is going to be tough. But it's important to note that the Celtics face that tough, tough month. You come out of the All-Star break. Is it good? that you come out of the all-star break guys are rested. You get that one tough month. Let's just go down. Let's power through it. Hey, sometimes you can say the road trips are galvanizing. Who knows if they're going to need to like come together at all at that point, but it, it's, it is going to be a tough month one way or the other. Uh, they are going to have an opportunity here. And the lesson is you got, you got to win these games early. Like you got to come out of the gate strong. Uh, they, they have, it's it's not too tough a schedule, I think, at the beginning. They they have 14 back-to-backs, but they're not a lot of tough back-to-backs. You know, the first one here is Brooklyn-Toronto at home. Memphis-Charlotte is not too bad. Two road games, that's not too bad. You got my favorite stretch of the schedule after the in-season tournament, which it's weird to see that week in-season tournament knockout rounds is just, uh, we don't know exactly what we're doing, but here are some possibilities, uh, which the Celtics seem to have probably the easiest path in that in-season tournament. But then after that, they come home, they have four home games against two teams. Cleveland, day off. Cleveland, Orlando, back-to-back, day off, Orlando. Yeah. Again, uh, which is a, a fun schedule against two of the longer teams. In the, <laughs> There's going to be a whole lot of height. Yeah. You, you get between Porzingis and you got to put Luke Cornett out there. You got to match that it. size. You, you could have like 30 feet of centers combined between the two teams on the floor at the same time. It's just really a lot of, a lot of length in that, in that, uh, that stretch. And Mo Bamba doesn't even play for them anymore. There's a lot. Yeah. Of, yeah. Maybe you can yeah. sign. It's too early for a 10 day, maybe two, I don't know something, but anyway, the, the back to backs aren't, all that tough. They have 14, which is not the most in the league. It's it's no. a little lower. They only four of the 14 have home road. Um, and only a couple are that that tough, you know, that the the one the worst one obviously is that Portland, Utah one. Um, but I don't see very many others that are uh I look at it and be like, oh, that's that's a brutal one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for five yeah. home and home ones, you know, like that's that's nice. Yeah, you, you get some, some, some. Yeah, no, I mean their back to backs really aren't too bad. Um, I think NBA.com noted that it's up from thirteen last season, so one more. I mean, yeah, not a big deal. Not a big deal. Um, I think when you start looking at like to, to me, when you start looking at like the tough parts of the schedule, right? Like those. Um, the big thing is like, okay, did they stock enough enough depth this off season to make sure that you know somebody with plantar fasciitis is not, uh, you know, going to hurt himself. Somebody, For example, somebody hypothetically who, speaking, somebody who hypothetically happens to be um, 49 years old and uh, you know, you're going to need him real bad for the playoffs. Like maybe a guy like that. Um, no, I, just maybe, 50, but I see where you're going with this. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You turned 50. I was there. Um, 
you know, a, uh, you know, like maybe, maybe somebody who uh, has had some injury issues ever since he was drafted. Like, you know, guys like, like, are they going to be able to keep guys healthy enough to rest guys to keep guys healthy? Right. Like that, that like to me, like that's what some of these big tough stretches are really going to test. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I think do, do the Celtics have enough talent and everything to like survive these stretches? Of course they do. Every team has tough stretches. The question to me is like, okay, you're a month before the playoffs. You're in March and you've got all these guys who you have to keep healthy. Like yeah. your whole season experiment that you, that you've tried this off season rests on keeping those guys healthy. Can you do that over these hard stretches? Can you do that when there's, you know, games tied together, when there's travel, mm -hmm. when there's, when you don't have your, your own facilities to keep your guys healthy and can you do that at a time where it's really crucial that somebody isn't going to miss two months of the season? That's right. That's the big thing to me. And also like, this is the ramp up period. So you're going to see guys play more minutes like Tatum and Brown right, yeah, right. start playing more minutes, but that means they're going to have to need, they're going to need some off days yep. here and there because you're starting to get into playoff cadence yep. as far as, so not only are you ramping up to get the body ready for 40 plus minute games, but you are going to need to get the body ready for play, day off, play, day off. So there's going to be a stretch here in, in March and April where, hey, Detroit, Chicago, uh, or Washington, Detroit, maybe it's not just Al Horford who sits in the back-to-back. -back. Maybe there's, okay, this is the Jalen Brown day off. Uh, Detroit's the Jason Tatum day off. And it just anytime you sit multiple guys – now that becomes the equalizer because, and who knows, I, Detroit could be, you know, there, there's always a, a possibility that their young talent could be better. Absolutely. And, you know, there, there, there are so many variables with these young. If they can gel, then, hey, they could be better. They, they can be better than advertised. Detroit has played with this, many of these players has played Boston tough in the past. Yeah. So yep. Chicago played Boston tough in the past. Absolutely. Atlanta has, you know, new Orleans of Zion. Like th there's, there's a lot here where let's, let's not listen. I, I understand that we're desperate for content. Let's not start respecting the Hawks. That's not, we're not going to, yeah. we're not going to do that. Are we? Oh, well, I thought maybe just for August when nobody's listening, drop in a hint of respect and then, I can rescind it. I can rescind it in September. All right. <laughs> later. Later. Hey, let's get about some, let's get some reunion games. I kind of went out of order with my bullet points that you see on the YouTube page. Uh, reunion games. The Celtics have reunion games. Uh, a coach, two players, and an outcast, a pariah. So uh, Marcus Smart uh, at Memphis. The first meeting is on the road at Memphis, November 19th. So that's going to be a, a, an interesting day. Uh, but he does not come back to Boston until February 4th. So it's going to be a long kind of road there. Ime Udoka comes to Boston January 13th. Then the Celtics go back like a week later. Grant Williams, uh, Kyrie Irving will be uh, their first meetings in Dallas. And then they come to Boston on March 1st. So you're going to have to wait to get a lot of that vitriol out. I don't know what the Udoka reception is going to be that's going to be a weird one it's going to be a weird one right because i, I mean we, you and i have our opinion of what it, of what it should be like i don't feel like it should be pleasant no, no i feel like i feel like if there's a rousing kind of if they say in the head coach Ime udoka and there's like a big like standing ovation ooh, i think that's going to be like a 
I, if I were Joe Mazzula, I'd be like, I'm right here. You know? <laughs> I, I mean, the, like, we've talked about this. If I'm like, if I'm a Celtics fan, like, I, I think Ime Udoka may have done more to cost the Celtics a title than certain other guys who get booed whenever they yes. come to Boston. Like, yes. Like, that, I mean, we've talked about it a million times. That hurt them very badly last year, and it was mm-hmm. very avoidable. Like, just very, very avoidable. Like, that is a, the poor choice Hall of Fame right there for Ime Udoka. Like um, if you're going to, if you're going to dole out some vitriol, if you're a Celtics fan, I think that's one where like, yeah, there, there should, there should probably be some booze that day. Yeah. Well, yes, I agree there. There will be booze on March 1st when what, a, you know, Grant Williams comes in and like he, there's no reason to boo Grant Williams. It's not, no. he's as, and there's no reason to like go crazy and applaud Grant Williams. It's just like, no, you know, yeah. Hey, and Grant Williams, you know, starting probably starting, but like they, they should, I hope they announce him first. Like, I think the Celtics have a good sense, they do. you know, of, of that. They're so good at that stuff, man. I get, we, we get like, sometimes we get on the Celtics. Right. But like, honestly, they're, they're like ability to kind of suss out like, okay, when to kind of chill on a guy and when to kind of make a big deal out of a guy. And then when they do make like a tribute video, I mean, they're yeah. really, really good at all that stuff. They are. They are. So I would expect Grant Williams to be announced first. Yeah, I think that's something, sense. you know, so he can get his little ovation. And yeah. then Kyrie Irving to be like, you don't want to have Kyrie Irving announced ahead of Grant Williams and have like then the booze, like because he's not big enough to change the booze to right. cheers. The, the booze will just keep he's on not going. turning that car around. Like no, he's yeah. not. He's not. He's getting run over by it. Yeah, so yeah. Grant he doesn't deserve needs- that. He no, he does not. He deserves a nice little pop, and then you it's know. yeah. He he observes. He deserves. It's it's better than a golf clap, I yeah, think. Yeah. But it's not quite standing ovation. I think a, a noticeable, respectful applause. I think, if, I think if you're already standing up, right, because it's before the game, then it yeah. makes sense, you know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's that's nice. That yeah, that would be nice. that's reasonable. Now, when Marcus Smart gets introduced, I think Marcus Smart gets introduced last. Yes. Because I think it, for us here, we're so knee deep in the you know commenters. When I and as soon as I mentioned Marcus Smart. People already start commenting. I'm glad he's gone. Blah blah blah. You know, whatever. Then that's fine. That's your opinion. People on Twitter or X or whatever the hell it is, is you know they they have their opinions. Fine, fine. But I think the general kind of more healthy fan, the one that's not scrolling through social media all the time and just likes basketball, is a little bit more casual and gets to go to a few games and doesn't catch every game on TV. They they like Marcus Smart. I think Mike, Marcus Smart has generally been very popular outside of the little echo chambers that in which we exist. Which is weird, right? Well, he's got he's it's like it's like there's like a there's like a like a casual and then there's like a level of like a lot of people who pay like, you know, maybe a little bit more attention and then like a level above that. And I feel like he's very popular in this one and this one but not this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's like a, a a tier below. There's like one little slice. There's below the crust, and then you get yeah. to the middle. It's like the layer of cheese, and they just don't like 
that Havarti cheese that that's on there and they just boo and they want to pick it off and they hate it, but they like every other part of the sandwich. You know, I wish he was just straight American cheese. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm hungry. I need dinner. Yeah. <laughs> um, God, what's wrong with my brain? Uh, but, but I what think happens when analogy man gets, uh, seriously, gets God, yeah. August analogy, man, still, still a little bit of Bahama brain going on in here. Uh, but, I think when smart comes back, I think the general paying fan, they are going to be very happy to cheer Marcus smart. I think the Marcus smart introduction is going to be loud rousing. It's going to take a minute. And I think the tribute video is going to be a good one, a big standing ovation for him there. Um, and like that, that's going to be interesting. I, I think, I think teams should be like weaponizing tribute videos a little bit. Like, hit him with that emotion at like a key part of the game where he's going to be like a little overcome by it. And then like, Hey, maybe you can get him to turn the ball over a couple of times. Maybe you can get by him. <laughs> maybe you can buy. Yeah, that's right. That I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the Marcus smart return yeah. because he's going to get to guard, you know, Tatum and Brown and like, that is going to be something He's going to be talking there's going to be a lot of talking and he's going to be talking to the bench mm -hmm. and he's going to know exactly where Brad Stevens is sitting up in the luxury boxes. He's going to be pointing up there. He wants that game more than anything though. I I'm, I am very much looking forward to Sunday, February 14th, uh, February 4th uh, for that. Uh, I was going to say big Valentine's day plans. Huh? Big mm -hmm. I'm also looking forward to Valentine's day. Sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, it sucks that it, he's the, you know, the first reunion is going to be on the road. Um, the, yeah, that I feel like that happens a weird amount like that, that you kind of mm. get that, but yeah, that, that is a, uh, that, that is, I mean, cause like, because it, it is funny, right? Because like you do look forward to those games, not only, and it's not just for like the fan pop with, with this one, right? It's like, this is also like, like you said, this is going to be a very competitive game. So it's going to, we're going to get our first taste of that, but it's not going to be in Boston. That's, that's, uh little bit of a shame yeah uh let's wrap it up here with uh, a little bit of a positive spin uh from the website positive residual it's a new site that i've uh just uh seen for the first time but they're doing a an nba uh, uh schedule analysis and, and this is just end it on a positive note there are 16 games the celtics have the most rest advantage games in the nba with 16 which means there are 16 games on the schedule where they have more rest than the other team. Uh, they also have 11 where they are at a disadvantage. So it goes both ways, but they are plus five in how many games they are at rest advantage, which is tied with Minnesota and Portland for the most in the NBA. So when it comes to rest games where the Celtics have more rest than other teams, they have the most and more than the uh, disadvantage. So there, there are five games there where the Celtics should be able to pick up wins where they have a little extra rest, a little extra juice. Can take, take advantage of some tired legs. Not there much of a response necessary. Not just a little, little ending on a positive note. That's all a little positive spin to finish spin. this riveting schedule. A little, a little release. twirl, a little positive twirl, a little positive twirl. I would, I would have launched into a twirl, if it wouldn't have completely ripped my entire setup here, um, which might have been good 
good video, but terrible podcasting. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's it. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate you, man. I know. Well, look, look, we got through it. We, we got, got through it. it. We got through it. I, I was on my best behavior. We got through it. It really was. Uh, which means now, after I wrap up this this video, uh, I will bring Tom back on, and you won't hear him say all the crazy things that he wanted to say on the podcast, <laughs> uh, which we should release as a special bonus podcast. Maybe I should do subscribers. A subscriber only pay pay us money to hear the crazy rantings post podcast. Uh, Cause let me tell you something. There have been some, so there is something to, uh, to pay for there. Maybe someday. Uh, and also maybe not because we want to keep our jobs. So uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, popping this on, on a Friday. It's a Friday for uh, everybody who's listening for the most part Thursday night for some of you who are going to be listening right away. But this is the Friday podcast. Thank you. We're going to be Monday through Friday again very, very soon at the end of next month, basically a month from now. And as I said, when I look at the schedule, you know, when the Celtics have these Friday night games, like I'm going right back to November. So that first week of November, I'm giving you a podcast Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Oh, they play Friday night at, against Brooklyn? Podcast. Saturday night against Toronto? Podcast. So you're getting multiple podcasts all week long. So sometimes it's five, sometimes it's six, who knows, maybe seven. Sometimes we're just going to go nuts. Plenty of podcasts, more podcasts than you're going to get anywhere else. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, make sure you are on the YouTube page. And if you are a regular everyday listener, everyday viewer and everydayer, love you. I would love it. If you shared the podcast, spread the word, Tell your friends, tell your family, tell everybody. They should be listening to and watching the Lockdown Celtics podcast right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team, every day.